And now, the Flophouse Movie Minute. I'm going to be quiet for three, two. So, we're talking about Teen Wolf. <laughs> hey, but, what's Teen Wolf, Dan? Can you clarify real well, quick? Well, it's a movie about a teenage werewolf. Oh, yeah, that it fucking movie. I saw 80s. that shit when I was a kid, right? It's got that character Styles and Babs. Yeah. <laughs> Is her name Babs or Booth? I don't remember. No, her name's Boof. Boof. That's Boof. Right. I, don't, I didn't pay that Boof. close attention. As in beef or as in Shia La. As in for what's for dinner. Yeah. Oh, sure. Okay, so Elliot, you watched this movie recently, right? Uh, well, some backstory here. Uh, my girlfriend knows that Teen Wolf was one of a set of movies that my sister and I, I have a twin sister, that we watched a lot when we were a young. A twin sitter? A twin sitter, yeah. What else What else was on that list real quick? The other list for her, it was, Teen Wolf 2? it was Teen Wolf, not Teen Wolf 2. It was Ski she, Patrol? No, it was Teen Wolf for... BMX and, Bandits? Teen, <laughs> <laughs> for her, it was Teen Wolf and Same Ferris Bueller's kid. Day Off. Okay. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. For me, it was Gremlins, The Dark Crystal, and Star Wars, but more, more The Dark Crystal and Gremlins. My sister, so we watched Ferris Bueller a lot, which is a movie that holds up great and is a fantastic movie, frankly, that I think is very funny. Mm-hmm. And we watched Teen Wolf a lot, which she loved. She had a crush, I assume, on Michael J. Fox, but when, when he wolfs out for the first time on the basketball court, she always would hide behind the couch because it was scary. The same way she would hide for the last couple frames in Thriller when he turns around and he's got yellow eyes. She was afraid mm. of people transforming with glowing eyes. So that we saw that it was on AMC, also called Used to Be a Good Movie Channel, and now they cut everything up with commercials. And Danielle says, Oh, Teen Wolf, that was such a big movie in your childhood. We should watch that. I assume half-joking. And I said, We are doing this thing. Let's watch Teen Wolf, because she'd sure. never seen it before. So uh, we watched the movie, and the first thing that came to me, I haven't seen this movie in probably at least 10 years, is that it's a bad movie, and it's really cheap-looking, and it's really cheaply made, and even the audio, maybe it was just the way the channel was playing it, but, like, the audio levels were really bad, the sound, the music was really loud, and the dialogue was really low. Michael J. Fox is acting in his Michael J. Foxy style, where he's constantly moving his hands around, and he hopping never... Hopping up on counters. Hopping up on counters, but also, like, so um, <laughs> but there's... You're telling me that he's so it's straining so hard to get all the words out of his mouth. He's still charming a little bit, but he like he's lovable but irritating. It's the movie is about a teenager who's kind of unpopular and he has a best friend who's a girl who has a crush on him obviously and is prettier than the girl he has a crush on but the girl he has a crush on is blonde which because it's an 80s movie means she's the most beautiful woman in the world just because she's yeah. blonde if it's you, a rare thing to have the hair color blonde by apparently. the way literally like one in a hundred but people. in 80s was like the 80s was like the era of blondes and so everyone thought blondes were much better in the 50s you had famous blondes like Marilyn Monroe but you also had you know famous brunettes or redheads or whatever but in the 80s it was like if you were a blonde I'm sorry I just can't get it up I'm going to need you to put on a blonde wig or dye your hair or something. Now, Daryl Hannah. Yeah. Daryl Hannah, exactly, who would not be as or big a star in another de- decade. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like Madonna also sure. and people like that. But uh, anyway, there's a lot of issues, but the biggest issue that came up with the movie was about, well, there's also his best friend, his other best friend, Styles, who surfs on top of a van, which is a stupid thing to do, to stand on top of a van while it's driving down city streets. 
And now, in my mind, though, Styles is the hero of that film. <laughs> Styles is I the guy. I love that guy. He's the, he's the dork that nobody likes, but when you put him in a party situation, he's the king of the party. He runs all the games. What? He's in charge of what's going go, to happen next. I'll tell you what. You know he's a cool guy because he's named Styles. Like, everything yeah. you need to know about that character and he is always, summed up in his character's that's his, name. That's his his name, name right? and his look. Yeah, sure. <laughs> his name is actually Styles Stylish. His name is actually Styles McCool. Yeah. But, uh, nice. And he always wears he's sunglasses. <laughs> He's always wearing sunglasses, and he's got cool T-shirts like the one that says "What are you looking at, Dick Nose?" Well, but- I, I just want to talk about uh, Teen Wolf. One of the things that <laughs> I was excited about when I rewatched it recently was the fact that they're fucking they they end up surfing on a van. Which if that movie that movie's rated PG, okay, parental guidance. If that movie had come out, <laughs> that's nowadays, oh, the second lowest rating you can get. <laughs> yeah. Now, if a movie nowadays came out with teenage kids doing shit like that. It'd be rated R. Ever since that the movie The Program came out, sure. where people were yeah. like lying in the street and getting run over by cars, like you can't do it all across crazy. the nation. There was <laughs> yeah. a there it was, was a crazy. glut it was of people 66. getting run over by cars. But that's cars. the thing. It was, and I don't remember any stories from the movie came out of kids imitating that and getting hurt. Which means kids realized what a stupid thing it that is. That only a werewolf could feasibly do, that, or right? someone with the coolness of Styles. Yeah. But uh, here's the thing: when he's a werewolf, this was, and now. Uh, my girlfriend is not usually the kind of person who makes sarcastic comments at movies, but it was brought out of her by Teen Wolf. Is she frightened of werewolves, though? No, I don't. Well, I think if a werewolf attacked her, she'd be scared. But so would I, and I'm not afraid of werewolves normally. Sure. Uh, when Michael J. Fox turns into a werewolf, as she pointed out, he looks more like a were Bigfoot. Like there's hair all over him, <laughs> but he doesn't have a wolfish face. He has more of a a, a leonine mane. Well, he hasn't learned how to maintain his hair, his look as a werewolf. He just looks like a shaggy b- Bigfoot. As you like. He, when his dad turns into a like werewolf, the spoiler, yes. his dad turns into a werewolf. When his dad turns into a werewolf, <laughs> he looks like himself, basically. He just has a beard. His dad is very, like, kimped. You know, clearly, he's an, oh, he's like, a the beard werewolf. that he has as a normal dad has well, he transferred into being a werewolf. He doesn't actually have a beard when he's not a werewolf. Oh, he doesn't? I no. just remember, like, but he he's looks like shaven. he's got a beard, though, when he's no, a werewolf. No, he's just got a big, meaty face. Wait, I'm, no, I'm saying that when he becomes a werewolf, that's though, where it, That's Teen Wolf 2. Yeah, but he's, like, a cousin or something? Yes, he's his cousin. Are they the only family that's afflicted with uh, werewolves? Lycanthropy. Yeah, lycanthropy. Well, it, I don't, you'd have to look at their family tree, but I assume it's not... Do they get it from, like, moon rocks from... You know. If they're, if John Jameson was the progenitor, then yes, that's how it happened. But uh, the, here's the thing. It must be more widespread because even though Michael J. Fox w- is surprised by turning into a werewolf and is noticeably like, what's happening to me? I, you're... You're saying that I'm he like <laughs> no one else. Your is, hand gestures don't com- are conveyed in the podcast. Oh, there sorry. No one else is really that scared or even surprised. Like when he first turns into werewolf, everyone's like, "Whoa, this is a surprise!" All right, everybody, let's play ball. Well, it's I'll, on a basketball court. I'll tell you what, too. Like, <laughs> well, this isn't covered in the rule book. I guess uh... like, surely, surely, ref, there's got to be rule against werewolves. I'll allow it. Like, yeah. but like once when he, and also be, he's on a terrible basketball team. They have a really fat kid on the team who would get cut from any team in the, the fat country. kid um, Francis from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yes, uh, and he's great in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Not so much in this. Being a werewolf makes him so good that he makes it a winning team. And he's like and he's making really good shots and he's stealing the ball from guys on his own team because he's a hot dogger while he's a werewolf. The Just thing like is a normal wolf. And they put yeah, and they, and they put his Your picture. Your average basketball point wolf. Werewolves are really good at basketball. I mean, wolves are really good at basketball. But uh, he, his picture is in the school paper, uh, and this was brought up by uh, someone else outside of this podcast. But Bill Hickey, they, our friend Bill, Bill Hickey. Hickey. Yeah, you'd think that the rival teams 
when they went to other schools to play, would be like, you got to watch out for the Beacon team because they've got a werewolf on their team. <laughs> like, no one seems to be so so, so surprised yeah, the by it. information doesn't get around. It's yeah, not even like a local newscast. It it, when you look at, like, the movie, what's that? I can't remember. The guy, the guy who made Henry Fool, he made that movie No Such Thing or Doesn't Exist or whatever about a right. monster who gets discovered. And the monster is basically just a hard-drinking guy with horns. That becomes a media firestorm. But in this movie, a genuine werewolf who's great at basketball, yeah. among other things, and can roofs, can surf on roofs and stars in a Civil War-based school play. The real problem with the movie is that you never get to see the Civil War play with the werewolf in it. And I really want to know how the... the Did you say four play? <laughs> What? No, Civil War play. Oh, that makes more sense. I really would love to see that play and see how they wrote into the this play set during the Civil War that one of the soldiers is a werewolf. Are you saying there were no werewolves that fought in the Civil War? I'm, they probably did, so but they racist. hid it. They hid it because people weren't tolerant. They were probably segregating their own werewolf packs. Silver bullets to worry about. Well, at that point, silver was rationed, I think, probably. Yeah, I would imagine. It's Pew- pewter bullets, To build maybe. railroads or whatever. Yeah. I think werewolves at the time were more worried about gangrene, I think. You don't want to be a werewolf missing a leg. So this has been Werewolf History Podcast. <laughs> it's, it's, it's called If Werewolves Were in History. <laughs> Harry Turtledove, where are you? Write this book. The Werewolves of August. Done. World War One with werewolves. Perfect. Stuart, any last words? Uh, Gods and Werewolves, a Civil War story (laughs) by Jeff Shara. Um, (laughs) You know, the dad seems very concerned. Like, oh, we can't get this. uh, This is our family secret. Don't tell anyone. You know, like we're all werewolves. Um, Once the secret comes out, there are literally, literally no ill effects to that. No, people love him. He's the big man on campus. People do a werewolf yeah. dance, and this is why... No, I, no one shows up with silver bullets, man. No, like, we it, have to kill the abomination. At one, point, at one point, he leaves school, and there's a crowd of children asking him for his autograph, and Danielle says, parents are letting their children hang out with the werewolf? Like, what, what kind of parents are these? There's like, this is werewolf. Doesn't appear to crave blood or no. anything. Part, well, part of it, I think, is frankly, I think you guys have are coming from a very anti werewolf <laughs> background. Okay, <laughs> you've been watching The Howling. Maybe your parents hate werewolves. I understand that. Like, it's fair. But the thing My is, parents that, do like, hate werewolves. The too. thing is, like, there. I think you're prejudiced against werewolf. You have uh, to assume some of the other people you. in the movie would be prejudiced against werewolves, though. I mean, obviously, if a werewolf was taking my job or was like, <laughs> it kicked me out, I, I lost my position on the basketball team because this werewolf was so much better than me. Uh, I hear they, like, they're just naturally good at it. And, like, I don't know. I guess I would get frustrated then. And then I would probably invest in some Wolfsbane, maybe some, uh, some might white join. phosphorus rounds for my shotgun. <laughs> you might join a non-werewolf supremacy group is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Also, Michael J. Fox doesn't have a mother. I have to assume the father, in a fit of rage one month, uh, as a werewolf, killed her and then hid the body. Or possibly that Michael J. Fox tore his way out of the womb. <laughs> That's also true, as Premonition should have ended. Uh, and as It's Alive starts. Uh, but the the big regret that I realized before we recorded this podcast was that I said to Danielle, it's, it's, it was getting late, Danielle, once you've seen him play basketball, you've pretty much got the movie. You don't need to see any more. But we cut off before the scene with the school dance where the werewolf dance is introduced and everyone does it, and they look like idiots, and I regret that. Yeah, I just want to say, um, before we wrap up, that um, the aforementioned Bill Hickey, uh, my roommate in college, a good friend of Stuart and mine, always said that Teen Wolf is a celebration of mediocrity. <laughs> Basically, the, the moral of the film apparently is, you could be the wolf, you could have it all. You could excel. But he gives it up. He gives it up to be normal. 
And he gives it up to be normal because everyone's mad at him on, on the basketball team. But the thing is, they're mad at him because he's a hot dogger. He hogs the ball. <laughs> if he'd shared the ball, they would all be happy fine. that it was I a werewolf. I hate hot dogs. <laughs> yeah. In general. Even like Nathan's hot dogs? No, I like the food hot dogs. I don't <laughs> like people who act like hot dogs. Yeah, I can understand that. But yeah, So I guess what I realized watching the movie again was, why did my parents let us watch this so often? I, and I think when I have children... I'm going to try to quality control what 80s movies they watch yeah. a little bit better. I mean, Especially since, like, again, it's teens drinking, having sex with each other. Turning pot, into werewolves. pot, turning into werewolves. And eventually... I think oh, and I, also that a guy pulls his penis out at one point. But that's yeah, I mean, all the way on the side of the frame. My, uh, my parents probably let me watch it because, frankly, they didn't really give a shit. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that's the reason for us. I'm sure my parents are like, that's a stupid movie. It's, Whatever, kids. Enjoy your little werewolf pictures. Enjoy that. And then Gremlins. Werewolf flicker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Teen Wolf. Good movie. No, That's terrible so movie. Weird. But if you want to see what the 80s looked like, Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf.